The word says we're called to make disciples. We're growing in the word of God. Jesus Christ was sent to be our saviour. This is the Bromley Town Church Podcast. We pray God speaks to you through this message, blessing you as you live out God's word. Stream or download other sermon podcasts via the Bromley Town Church website or by using the SoundCloud app. Head over to BromleyTownChurch.com. So we're talking about Jesus, the Good Shepherd, okay? Now, did you know that there are over 40 references in the Bible to either God or Jesus being a shepherd and we being the sheep or the pasture? Over 40 references. I think that tells me that Jesus wants us to know, or God wants us to know, that that's a very, very important analogy. It's very important because the idea is that this is the relationship God wants to have with us. That, you know, the idea of a shepherd and the sheep. Uh, now, I know sometimes my behavior feels more like a goat rather than a sheep. Because, of course, it's a lot harder to control a goat than it is to control a sheep. But that's what God wants for us, that relationship. Now, one of the most important roles a shepherd plays is that of leadership. He leads. A shepherd leads. Let's just move actually into the first scripture, if I can. So John 10, 1 to 4. John chapter 10, 1 to 4. The Bible says this, Very truly I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. A couple of things I just want to pick out from that scripture. And that is the sheep listen to his voice. I.e. They, they recognize his voice. So they recognize when he calls. Now, I don't know if you've ever had this example. You get a, you get a phone call and the person goes, oh, how are you? How's it going? It sounds familiar, but you don't really know who's speaking. And um, you really don't want to say, sorry, who are you? Because they sound familiar and they sound like you should know who's speaking. So I don't know if you do this. You kind of let the conversation go on a little bit longer in the hope that you'll guess who's speaking. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Sometimes you just have to say, sorry, uh, I don't know who's speaking. Uh, But then there are other times when someone calls. You don't even, they only have to say a word and you know exactly who's speaking. Immediately you know who's speaking. Now, what's the difference between the two? Well, one you're very, very familiar with because you probably have a close relationship. Maybe you talk to them quite regularly. So when they speak, you immediately recognize their voice. But the other one, maybe you speak so often, once every so often. So when they speak, you don't recognize their voice. And I think that's the case with us as well. When Jesus is speaking to us, If we speak to him regularly, it's easier for us to understand, it's easier for us to recognize when Jesus says, do this. Too many times we go, I don't know if that's Jesus speaking, because I don't think I recognize his voice 
well enough to be able to say, that's Jesus or that's not Jesus. Okay. But Jesus is saying, my sheep listen to my voice. They recognize my voice. And of course, in the same way that the person who speaks to you on the phone and you immediately recognize their voice because you're very familiar with them, you spend time, you get to know them, you speak a lot. It's exactly the same way we're going to recognize Jesus' voice by spending time. There's no way we can recognize, for example, Jesus' words if we only a couple of times a year read our Bibles. It's going to be really difficult to recognize when Jesus is speaking because we're not familiar with his voice. Okay? So the way we recognize Jesus' voice is, of course, by spending that time with him. Practice the same makes perfect, right? The other thing is he leads them out. Now, I don't know about you, there are many times I've said, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what to do in my life. Um, what shall I do? What career shall I go to? Where shall I? All these questions. Direction, direction, direction. And there are many times we get to that place where we don't know what to do. Now, Jesus is saying here, a good shepherd leads the sheep. Jesus is there to lead us. Now, there are a couple of kings in the, uh, in the Old Testament that I, I love. I love reading about them. Uh, Hezekiah uh, and, of course, David. Um, because when you read about them, they consistently went before the Lord to ask, shall I go? Shall I not go? Now, for us, we, um, we often ask for directions when we finally decide, I think I'm lost. I better ask for directions. That's what we do. We set out, we do what we want to do, and then we get to a point where we go, ah, okay, I think I need help now. But their example is they actually sought for direction before they set out. And that is what Jesus is asking of us. Don't just come to me when you go nowhere else to go. Come to me before you set out. Because if Jesus knows the end from the beginning, it makes sense to go to him to say, actually, shall I even set out? Should I even go? And this is what I love about Hezekiah and David. They always went before the Lord. How many times we read about David? Shall I go? Shall I pursue them? Shall I not? David is asking God, lead me. Moses said, if you're not going to go with us, we don't want to go. You know? But for us, we kind of just go. And then we go, come on, God, are you not coming? And it's like, actually, you didn't ask him before you set out. And this is the lesson uh, from this message, this scripture. It is that we ought to allow the Lord to lead us. You know, uh, one of my earliest um, examples of hearing God's voice or God's leading um, it was very early on when I got my first IT job. And, uh, and I remember at the time, I was just thinking, oh, I'm not earning enough. I, I, I need more, I need more. I, this is not working. And, um, and so I convinced myself to get a second job. 
I thought, I've got to get a second job. Of course, what that meant was, if I got a second job, it'll have to be weekends. And if it's weekends, that means I probably wouldn't be able to go to church. And so one day I was in a lift and I was talking to my colleague and I just said, do you know what, I really need to get a second job. And someone in the lift, completely unrelated to me, said, "Um, you don't need a second job. What you need is the job you're doing to pay you what you need. And you know when something in you just goes, of course, of course that's what I need. Now, at the time, I didn't recognize it as God speaking to me. Because, I mean, it's a guy that I don't even know if he's a Christian. You know, he's just said something. He's just given me good advice. And I did take his advice. Now, I didn't get the job immediately, but I did take his advice. And in my career, I've never, ever worked weekends, only if we have conferences and things like that. But that stuck with me. And there was something in me that leapt up because, of course, I'd been praying about it, that, oh, I want a second job. But God here was saying, no, I don't want you to get a second job because if you do, you're not going to come into my house. And this is all part and parcel of us having ears to hear when God is saying something to us. Of course, later on, I recognize that that was God leading me, okay? A good shepherd leads. Now, Stephen Covey is uh, uh, the author of a a bestseller called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, It's a a book I've read a few times, and um, it's a book I find helpful. Um, He said that, uh, he made this statement, which I think most people will agree with, that um, I am not a product of my circumstances. I'm a product of my decisions. I think most people will agree that we are product of our choices and the decisions that we make. Of course, environment and circumstances do play a part, but ultimately we're a product of the choices we make. Now, as Christians, if we serve a God who knows the end from the beginning, doesn't it make sense that we ask him to guide the choices and the decisions we make. Because he knows exactly what lays ahead. And this is the point around leadership. God leads. Jesus leads. But we have to hear his voice. And we have to follow. Okay. Second point, um, a good shepherd provides. A good shepherd provides. Now, one of the most uh, famous psalms, uh, we can all probably recite it, um, Psalm 23, from verses one to three. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Okay? He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the quiet waters. Or if we paraphrase that, because the Lord is my shepherd... I lack nothing. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. You know, in Genesis 22, when um, God said to Abraham, take Isaac and go and sacrifice him. And, um, and Abraham obeyed, and he went, okay. And of course, as he was about to, God said, of course, no, I don't want you to do that. I've made provision for you. Okay, now that's where we first hear of the phrase or the the name of God, Jehovah Jireh, 
the Lord will provide. The Lord will provide. And but the important thing to note about that is Abraham heard God's voice and obeyed God's voice before the provision was made. That's an important thing for us. God didn't make the provision before Abraham obeyed. His obedience came before the provision was made. And this is a vital point for us in our relationship with the Lord. That when he asks us to do something, um, A, that we recognize his voice, and B, that we act on it, because the Lord provides. So the last point is this. A good shepherd cares. A good shepherd cares. In John 14, John 10 rather, 14 to 15, John 10, 14 to 15, says this, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I lay down my life for the sheep. You know, this story we just heard, one thing that struck me was, when the shepherd found the sheep, the shepherd didn't say, what happened to you? Why did you get lost? Why did you stray away? Why were you not with the rest? What did you do? No, the shepherd just went, Hey, found you. Come on, let's go. And then when they go back, let's celebrate. And we know there's a familiar story as well, the prodigal son. The father just said, come on, I don't want to know. I don't, just come in, come in, let's celebrate. And I think it's important for us to know that. Because at various points, we lose our way. We lose our way. Okay? Our faith gets shaken. We stray away. You know, one of the um, other languages, um, the word for shepherd is pastor. A pastor. A pastor of the flock. Sometimes we lose our way. We stray away from church. We're isolated. We think we can do life on our own. But when the shepherd finds the sheep. He just embraces and welcomes the sheep back. And that's what Jesus does. The prodigal, the father of the prodigal son, wasn't interested in what the son had done. Of course the brother was like, look what he, no. His heart was welcomed back. And that is the heart that the Lord has for us today. Welcome back. He was happy. I think he wants to preach. <laughs> maybe in another 15, 20 years, maybe. You know, <laughs> he's protesting. Let me, give me the mic. You know, last week Kevin made the point about the, the, the image and the door and the fact that the handle to the door was on the inside. And the fact that it's up to you, it's up to you to let Jesus in. It's up to you to say, welcome in. It really is up to you. But I just really want to encourage you today that Jesus is the good shepherd. He leads, he provides, he cares. And he's talking to you. If you don't recognize his voice, 
then seek him out. Pray, read the Bible. We can't get away from spending the time to be able to recognize when Jesus speaks to us. Because we know that there are many voices, many, many voices, many voices. But we need to be able to pick out the voice of the Lord giving us direction. And if you're not there, we can start right now. It's very easy. You just have to say, Lord, forgive me for my wrongdoing, my sins. Come into my life. And he will take you from there. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you for your word and we ask, Lord, that you will continue to speak to us and that you will help us to recognize your voice when you speak. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Bromley Town Church. You are always welcome to visit us on a Sunday morning or join us again for more messages here online. You can also stay connected with us at www.bromleytownchurch.com.